Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. With your daily devotion for July 4th. Why are you watching this? Look at me. It's July 4th. There is a time to watch this at about 10 o'clock at night or early in the morning. You should be barbecuing, cooking chicken, steaks, bratwurst, getting ready to go out and blow up your backyard. Oh yeah, baby, this is the man cave. Oh, say can you see by the dawn light. You guys, today we're going to be in the book of John. We're in chapter 4. We're going to start in verse 4 and it says this, that Jesus is in Samaria. It reads like this. Now he had to go through Samaria, which is what? Near Shakar. Can't hardly pronounce it. Where's Jacob's will? Jacob's plot of land is, okay? He comes to a well. His disciples decide, hey, Lord, we're going to go get some food. We're hungry, okay? Jesus like, go. You know what I'm saying? I want some food, okay? But Jesus is there, and there's a woman there, okay? And he's sitting there, and Jesus sees this woman drawing out water from the well. Jesus is thirsty, and I love this story because it shows Jesus' humanity. It shows that he got tired, he got hungry, okay? All the things that we experience, Jesus subjected himself to those things as he became human. Because here's the thing, he was God incarnate, and he became what? Emmanuel, God with us. I love the story. So he says to the woman in verse 7, When the Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus saw her and said, Will you give me a drink? Now watch this. During those times, you didn't ask women. You didn't talk to women unless they were your spouse, okay? And you definitely didn't ask the Samaritan because she's not Jewish. But here's the thing. Jesus is going outside the boundaries because he's God, okay? And he's no respecter of persons, okay? That's a free one, guys. And he says, hey, can you give me something to drink? I think it's just so funny because the Samaritan woman, okay, in verse 9 says, uh, she's kind of taken, taken back a little bit. You're a Jewish man talking to me, a Samaritan woman. It just didn't happen, okay? He's breaking all of those customs, okay? And here's the thing. I, I love it. I absolutely love it how Jesus showed up on the scene and busted down the walls for you and I, okay? Verse 10, Jesus responds this way to the woman, okay? He says, Jesus answered, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Meaning this, it's saying this, if you understood who is asking you for water, I created the earth. I created water. Okay, I'm God. I mean, that's what he's saying. He says, if you understood who was asking you for a favor, you would ask him for something even greater. Yes, Lord, I'll get you a glass of water, but will you give me living waters? What is living waters? Well, that would be being born again. That's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's God flowing in and through an individual, meaning eternal life with him, okay? Living waters. Back in those days, when they talked about living waters, what they were talking about is this. They were talking about a spring. If you own property and it had a spring, it, that's what living waters were, bubbling up, okay? That's what she thinks, okay? The Samaritan woman thinks Jesus is talking about a spring, okay? That he, he knows about that no one else knows about, okay? Because here's the thing. Every single day, this woman would have had to come to the well, okay? And she would have had to come four or five, maybe ten times, depending on the size of her family. She would have to draw that water out, fill up her container, okay? And then take it to the house and then pour it in a cistern. Do this over and over and over again. But when you went to the well, everybody had to do the same thing. So there was always a line. Okay, so now this woman, she's thinking, man, this guy, he knows where there's a spring of living water. Not realize that Jesus is talking about himself. He's the well. He's the living water. He's the overabundance, the overflow of life into her. What she needs. And, and here's the thing. If we transition to verse 15, she says this, give me this water. I want it. 
I mean, show me where it is. I, I want it. I, you know what I'm saying? Don't tell anyone else. Just tell me. We're all greedy. We're all selfish. I, give me the living water, okay? And so now there's a little bit of a dialogue going back between the Samaritan woman and, and Jesus. Okay. So it gets to a point in their conversation that finally Jesus says in verse 16, Hey, go get your husband. Look at verse 16, okay? It says this. And he told her, go call your husband and come back. 17, I have no husband, she replied. Listen, listen, listen. Don't lie. <laughs> We've all lied before. We don't want to lie, okay? Especially to Jesus, okay? Can you imagine that? Because the Bible says this, beware. Because sometimes you entertain angels and are not even aware of it. And throughout the Bible, okay, in the Old Testament, Jesus would show up as a Christophany or God the Father would show up as a Theophany. Did I tell you I went to lunch today? You're like, Matt, where are you going? I'm sitting there, okay, with my son. He graduated from high school. And we're sitting there at El Polo Loco, which is uh, Mexican chicken. I live on the West Coast, okay, of the States. Watch this very carefully. We are chowing down. Man, I got a three-piece combo, double tortillas, rice, beans. I mean, it's just, I had the hugest Coke that they offered. And we're just sitting there eating. And here's the thing. I, I, I look behind me, and there's a car there. And on the car is our key verse of the day. The license plate said John 418. To myself, man, that's totally awesome. It's a sports car, somewhat decent car, you know what I'm saying? It's not ragged out. And I see this license plate, and I, I'm like, that is so cool. There's a Bible verse. I'm not well versed enough, okay, in the Bible, and I, I read it every day to know exactly what that verse is. Guys, I tell you that whole story about, okay, El Polo Loco, okay, because that key verse is where we're picking up today. 418, listen to what was on this guy's license plate, okay? That, now remember, the woman's already said, hey, I don't have a husband, okay? okay? The fact is, you've had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband's. What you have said is quite true. Yeah, it's true. Listen, listen, listen. Can, can you imagine? She finally realizes, hey, uh, she, she doesn't understand she's standing in front of God incarnate. She thinks he's just a great prophet. She starts spiritualizing everything. Look at, look at, look at, look at. She starts trying to wax eloquently, just kind of throw out her Bible information. Haven't we all done that? Hey, guys, I think it's so funny because Jesus is not coming down on this woman. He's not saying, you lied to me. Do you know who I am? I'm God. He doesn't do that, okay? He's rolling with it. God came to save sinners. In Luke's writings, in chapter 4, verse 17, it reads like this. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed, and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open, okay? A lot of times, don't we try to hide things? Haven't we sinned against God and we're just going the other way? Or haven't we lied to people? You know, and the other day I was talking about lying and being a man of integrity, being a man and a woman of our words, meaning this. There's something behind a handshake, okay? We can we can't hide things from God and we can't hide anything from a person for any length of time. Why do we do this? Why do we hide sin? Why do we hide untruths? Why do we hide who we are and what we've done? Because we don't want to be shamed. We don't want people to think less of us. And do you listen very carefully, guys, and I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. There are people that are in life this very day with you and me that because of this principle, they don't want you to know who they truly are, that they're a liar, a deceptive person, okay, a thief, a murderer, okay, or their life, their past, okay, and they're playing this charade, that they would, they're going to hold to that lie to the day that God takes their life, and they're going to go straight to hell. But guys, 
you don't have to go to hell. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. There's none that understand God. There's none that seek God. We've all got on the, out of the way, the Bible tells us. That's the Apostle Paul. He says, our mouth is an open sepulcher. I always use this verse because I like it. Because it's talking about the depravity of man. There is none righteous. We all fall short. We all have fallen short. We all have lied. There isn't a person listening to this that hasn't lied. We've all stole something in our life. Don't, 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 don't you let me, don't make me say it, you hypocrite. You know you have, okay? Whether it's a pen, a pencil, and sometimes on our taxes, we're not forthright, okay? Listen, listen, listen. So we've lied, we've stole, we've used God's name in the wrong way, and you're like, no, I've never done that. Well, if you call yourself a Christian and then you sinned, you've used his name in the wrong way, okay? It goes a lot deeper than blaspheming his name. Friends, watch this. We all need the same thing. We all need God. Guys, in numbers, okay, let me read it, okay, 32, 23. You don't know this, but I've done this about five times trying to read this because I keep on transposing the numbers, okay? Let's say it says this, but if you fail to do this, you will be sinning against the Lord. What is the this? Repent. Say sorry to God. Apologize to that person. Okay, that's what you need to do. Watch the next words. And you may be sure that your sin will find you out. God is promising that your sin's going to find you out. And it's worse. Because now you're going to really look like a hypocrite and a liar. They're going to see you for who you are. There's no problem ever with a person saying, I messed up. I sinned. Will you forgive me? Here's the thing. I've never said no, I won't forgive you to a person that's asked me. Not one time. Okay, listen. Not one time in my life has someone truly asked me, will you forgive me? And I didn't extend the olive branch, okay? Friends, what we need to do is forgive and forget, move forward. Look at your own life. This woman, okay, is trying to hide from God some sin. Her life, okay? Watch this. She could have said, Where, go get your husband. I don't feel like it. I want to talk to you. I mean, that would have been acceptable. To lie and say, I don't have a husband. It's unacceptable. Hey, you, 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 you're right when you say you don't have a husband because you've had five in the past. God's re he's revealing her past that needs attention, okay? And the guy you're living with right now isn't even your husband. Watch this. She's had a rough past. God's not condemning her. He's not, he's not jamming her, even though that was against the law of God to do all that foolishness she was engaged in. She's living in, a, a, she's living in fornication, okay? She's an adulteress of heart, according to God's word. But he's not hammering her. He's giving her the opportunity to engage in the living waters and receive the free gift of God to receive forgiveness, to make it right from this day forward. That's what God wants to do in your life and my life. But some of us are trying to hide. We're trying to hide who we are. We're all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. None of us stand correct before Almighty God. It is Christ's righteousness that is applied to my life. I'm righteous because of Him. There is no one going to show up to the gates of heaven and do it in their own merit because of their works, because of their deeds. No, none. No, not one. It is because of Christ, all He did. His perfect life before God the Father, God has already accepted Jesus. The blood was placed on the mercy seat. God accepted that. That's applied to my life. Now when I come to heaven, it's always through Christ and nothing but Christ. If you realize this, your whole life is laid out before God. Every thought before you think it, He knows it. Your heart right now, He knows it. He knows where you are with Him and where you are not 
with him. Let me give you an example. When I was a kid, and here's the thing, I was a young kid. Sometimes I would get scared at night, but I always had this thing I did. If I put the blankets over my head, okay, I knew I was protected. Nobody could see me. I'm, I'm just invisible, meaning even if my mom came into the room, hey, Matt, Matt, where are you? Where'd you go? I really thought, hey, the covers, no one can see me. I'm hidden. It's not like that, okay? Why isn't it like that? Because God can see through the covers. God can see right into your heart. How will God judge us one day? According to what we've done? No, He's going to judge us according to our heart. When He looks into our heart, does He see Christ? Do you understand that? A lot of us are thinking this. Oh, I'm trying to do all these good works. That, that's bust, guys. Listen, listen, listen. When you're, you, you can do those as you're following the Spirit, and He's leading you to do those. But all the rewards that a Christian who has made it to heaven gets, He's given this crown, okay, and that crown's going to identify Him all that He did through Christ. The hay, wood, the stubble, those things that we did outside of Christ, they're burned up. And I'm talking about a Christian who made it to heaven, okay? But what do we do with the crowns? We realize I could do nothing in this life outside of Christ, outside of God's Son. So I take that crown, that's my whole life, everything I've done, being led by the Spirit, nothing, okay, is attributed to that crown that I didn't do in Christ. I take that crown and I lay it at the feet of Jesus. It's all yours. I'm just blessed to be here with you. The greatest reward is God himself. Listen very carefully. The greatest reward in this life is God himself. You can have all of him in heaven, but you can have all of him right now. But you can't experience him all right now if you're hiding sin, if you're hiding who you are, if you're not coming to the throne room of God. God has done everything through himself, through his son on Calvary, on the cross. Okay, his blood was shed, but for for you to hide who you are, hide your sin, hide your deception, hide that you're a liar, all those different things that you're engaged in, that you're doing, that you're a part of, okay? For you to hide that and act like that God can't see it, that God's going to wink at it, that God's going to look the other way. Friends, you are sadly mistaken. It ain't happening in this life and it will definitely not happen in the next life. Hell is filled with people who did not make it right when God has done everything for them, but they just did not take him up on the offer. I love this story. Because this story is awesome. And this story should reflect what we should be like. What is it? She lied. We've lied. Look at She point blank lied to Jesus. Just absolute told the big fat whopper lie. She absolutely lied. We've all done the same thing. I'm not throwing stones at this woman. Are you kidding me? I am that woman, okay? I don't want to get you water. There's been times in my life when someone asked me for help. I didn't want to help him. I'm not going to draw out water for you. Jesus, I didn't know who he was, but Jesus says, when you give to this person, you are giving to me. That's a whole nother one. Let's go on, okay? Watch this very carefully. After she realizes, okay, that she's been caught, she repents. She basically gets right with him very quickly. What you said is correct. Meaning this, okay, basically that's a way of saying, forgive me for lying. I just got caught. Shame. Okay, listen, listen very carefully. Do you know why I love Jesus so much? He's not grabbing a rock and saying, you just lied to the Son of God. Bam! He rolls with it. God's heart is full of love. God's heart is full of mercy. God's heart is full of grace and forbearance and patience and kindness and gentleness and mercy and meekness. All of the things of God is being demonstrated through the person of Jesus Christ. God incarnate, Emmanuel, God with us, okay? And here's the thing. He just starts talking with her. 
and loving on her and showing her the way and giving her insight and discernment. And here's the thing. He stayed a few days in that place. And here's the thing. Finally, there's a statement that's made. And here's the thing. She believed and the others believed, not because of what the woman said, but because they've experienced the living waters for themselves. Everything I talk about on the man cave means nothing at all if you won't engage, if you won't go to the well, which is who? It is Christ. It is Jesus. And drink of that well. It doesn't matter how much of me that you hear talking. You can listen to me 24 times in a row and I wouldn't suggest it because they'll put you in a rubber room somewhere. Look at, look at, look at. Go to the well of Christ and start drinking that living water. Start doing it his way. Take him up on the free offer of forgiveness. Allow that blood to cleanse you of your iniquity. Ask him to give you a new heart. Get off the broad path. Get on the narrow path, okay? This is 4th of July. It is a day of independence. How about being independent of your old self, okay? and draw nigh to God. He promises by His Word that He will draw nigh to Allow the Holy Spirit to lead. You are fulfilling the letter of the law. Do you understand that? A lot of you are working hard to be good, to do good, all these things. Throw that. Look at Throw that out of here. That's junk, guys. Here's the thing. Me obeying all God's laws ain't happening, but I can follow the Spirit of Christ. And it makes sense. Hey, listen, listen. How do you like this? How, how do you like it served up to you? Thou shalt not! Or you're going to burn in hell. Or would you like this? Hey, Matt, where you're going, what you're about to do is going to hurt you. It's not pleasing to me. It doesn't bring me glory. It doesn't bring me honor. I have something a whole lot better. Let's do this. That's the Spirit of God. Do you understand? God's not coming down on you with the King James Bible and a lightning bolt trying to wipe you out. If he wanted to kill you, he would have already done it by now. But even this day, he's given you the opportunity to turn towards him, to forsake this life, these decisions, these choices. Can I ask you a question? Has honestly, and this is just between you and I, no one else, has your life worked out like you planned? Is it, is it all that you wanted thus far, okay? And the answer is a big resounding no. It hasn't worked out so far. Why? Because unless God is number one in your life, you are empty on on the inside. You are not fulfilled. You're not enjoying his peace and his joy and the life that he has for you, his perfect will for your life. You're not experiencing all that he has. And so what do you feel? On the inside, we feel empty. We feel like this woman. Why'd she have five husbands? Because nothing satisfies. All the sex in the world, it doesn't satisfy. That's why we have to have more. All the drink in the world. There isn't a distillery big enough to go up down all the booze, okay, to make me feel like I'm okay on the inside. The drugs, that's a fantasy. That's not real. All the things Satan is offering, the world's offering, okay, this flesh desires, it doesn't bring contentment that lasts for any length of time. I have a void in my soul. I have a big hole in me. And what do I need? I need Christ to put himself in there and patch it up and make me whole again. Then I can enjoy this life and I'm resting and I'm abiding and I'm just basking in all that he has for me and I'm happy. Guys, some of you haven't been happy for a long time. You know what you've been doing? you've been filling your life with sin like this woman watch this very carefully and I'm gonna end here but listen to this one point friends when I was much younger I wasn't where I needed to be with God so what happened I was sinning here and here and here and here and for a short amount of time that sin would bring me some kind of contentment but then it was gone and here's the thing, I was under conviction because I wasn't living for the Lord and I knew better. So what did I do? I engaged in sin again. And this sin and this sin. And here's the thing, for just for a few moments I thought I'm okay. But I wasn't okay because I needed more and more. 
it wasn't satisfying. So guys, my life was riddled with sin by choice. I kept on thinking this is going to make me happy. This, this movie, it's going to be, bring some contentment. And here's the thing, for two hours I was in La La Land, okay? But here's the thing, eventually you have to leave that false reality, okay? And what was I? I was lost. I needed God. I was choosing sin. I was choosing the way of the world. It never brought lasting contentment because sin always lies about what it can give you, as Satan does. Do you realize that? Let me explain it this way. There was some time back that I was building this bonfire, but it had rained the night before, okay? And I was sure, hey, I'm going to be able to get this fire because I'm in the man cave. I'm going to get the fire going, okay? And I had these huge logs. So what I do? put about three gallons of gas on it. I threw the match. Boom! The flames were, they were 10 feet high. I mean, the flames were going up into the heavens, okay? But within a short amount of time, there was no fire. So what did I do? I threw more gas on it, threw the match. Boom! The flames were going up into the heavens, okay? But again, just less than five minutes later, what happened? It went out, okay? Matt's not going to get beat by no fire. Oh, no wood. There is no wet wood that could beat me. It did. Watch that. The gas is like sin. Oh, sure, it feels good for a minute. Sure, it's engaging. Sure, it brings pleasure, but it's not lasting, okay? But then it goes out, and I'm still in the same position needing what? Something to fill the void. Who is the only person? What is the only thing that can fill that void? It is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So when I read about this woman who has five husbands, and now she's living, okay, with a man, and she's not married to him, I understand the problem. The problem is I don't have a relationship with God that's real. I don't have what I need in life to sustain me. And what is that? It's living waters. It's Christ. It's not hiding who I am, but exposing who I am to God, to His Son, to His Spirit, and saying, I'm in need filming. Guys, watch this very carefully. The Samaritan woman in our story, she's at a crossroads just like this. The creek I'm in, it goes this way and it goes this way. You see what I'm saying? That's where this woman was in her life. She's just now heard the truth of God. God is not condemning her and she doesn't even understand that he is the living waters, okay? That, you know, she just thinks he's a prophet, a great teacher, okay? It will be, okay, revealed to her very shortly, though, who he is. But he's not condemning her. God's not condemning you either, yet. Okay, because you still have time in this life to make it right. And be dependent solely on God's Son, His way, the living water. Watch what will happen in your life. God will not fail you guys. Listen very carefully. Look, 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 look. God will not fail you. All right, I hope you have an awesome 4th of July celebration and realize this, that your best days lie ahead, okay? Dependent on Almighty God. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.